Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour five of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. It is time now for the 6 o'clock sound off at 877-881-1053. Your one opportunity of the week to call in and compete against your fellow Tolos for the best take of the night. There's uh, only a couple of rules here in the uh, 6 o'clock sound off. Number one, you got to bring it. Oh, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. Okay, rule number two is you only have 30 seconds. That is a fungible if you're on fire. Um, and uh, rule number three, we are not going to tell you, but if you do violate it, you will, uh, you'll be hung up on. Uh, that does not mean you can't call back. Okay, so at 877-881-1053, what would you like to sound off about tonight? Cowboys are going to the NFC title game. You know that, right? And if they don't, something horrible has happened. Maybe some injuries or somebody's going to have to get fired because hmm. uh, they're going to go beat Washington. They're going to beat whoever they face in uh, round one and uh, whoever they face in, in round two because they're going to be the better team at home. We still need to power rank those teams. Uh, by the way, did not get to that back there in the expressway. Uh, are the Longhorns back or what? That's the Texas I know, you know, getting really, really close and then losing. Rangers are just about six weeks away from reporting. Are they going to do something big or are they satisfied now that they got this World Series? Still have a hell of a payroll, hell of a team. They could get the job done, but I'm starting to get Dodger envy. Aren't, aren't you guys? Man, these guys are getting everybody. They have like the dream offseason. I don't know. Maybe the championship did satisfy Ray Davis. If I'm Chris Young, I'd be having none of it. You'll lose Chris Young if you don't want to do what it takes to win a championship, by the way. And will the return of Kyrie Irving bring back above 500 basketball for the Mavs? I believe so. We've seen these guys struggle. Grant Williams, Josh Green, a number of guys looked amazing at the start of the season that are struggling now. Why? Well, put another Hall of Famer out there with the gift of dribbling, passing, and finishing just like Luka, and we're going to have a hell of a time finding guys wide open for threes and dunks and all sorts of fun stuff. So I do believe the good times are set to resume here with the Dallas Mavericks, but that's just me. You know, that's kind of what I'm thinking about, 877-881-1053. I know the stars are always on your mind, Brian, and they're, they're yeah. uh, dropping the puck tonight. Yeah, I love watching star hockey. I, they're doing a great job. It's amazing that they've been able to just maintain the level of how they're playing with uh, with their star goalie being out. Scott Wedgwood's done a tremendous job. So, Stars fans, you should be super proud of your team, and they continue to play well. That'll be the team, I think, maybe next have the championship oh yes they're they're definitely championship worthy the 817 i'm 100% satisfied with my one championship of the rangers we get another great if we don't i'm happy and i am still good i'm right there with you man you know they got one uh and and you know it, it just buoys you as, as a fan i i think perpetually you know you look back on the maps it's been 12 years still feels relatively recent you know you're you're, you're freaking champions 
Okay, uh, Lucius, I do not see my screen. Do I need to turn this on over here? Yes, there it goes. That's what it is. You need to turn it on at 877-881-1053. Who is up first, Lucius? I still Roy. Have... Roy. Sound off, sir. So I'm your average 32-year-old diehard Cowboys fan. This is smelling like the same old Cowboys from every single year. Good enough to be to have us interested all year and then let us down like they do every year, first round of the playoffs. And I'm telling you, us as Cowboys fans, if that happens this year, we need to unite and boycott these Cowboys like there he goes. Your time is up, sir. A strong call, and it gets us started. Not only a 6 o'clock sound off, yeah. but, yeah, maybe a little what you're drinking, what you're thinking. Or I think so, yeah. What you're smoking and what you're token. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I think. It smells like those same old Cowboys to Roy, right? It, yeah. it does. I, I, I think it's significantly different, though, because I, I think this team genuinely is good enough to get to the NFC title game. I expect them to get there at this point. That's they, different. As long as they keep playing at home. You know, that's, yeah. that's one step further. You still need to win two more games to be champions. And by the way, that should be the real standard of America's team is championship, not an NFC title game. But I didn't make these rules up. And ever since I started covering this team, that's what fans have been been looking for. I think you check that off this year. Line two is Eric. You're in the G-Bag Nation, 6 o'clock sound off. Sound off like you got a pair, Eric. Yes, sir. I called about a month ago. I told you guys, Miss Cleo told me that all this Dallas Cowboys hype was going to go away. Exactly what's happened. They've been losing. They haven't been playing the way they were for a good stretch. Um, Dallas Cowboys, brand name organization, but they got some generic ingredients with butter biscuit, eating ass, Mike McCarthy, and Dookie Dak. They got to go. Mm-hmm. That's, your, that's your time, Eric. Appreciate the call. That's wow. 30 seconds. It opens a line at 877-881-1053. I thought we had clarified what butter biscuit eater means, uh, but apparently you have a different definition, uh, sir. Uh, you did call in a month ago, and and, and I remember that call well. Uh, Miss yeah. Cleo had, had told you that the hype is going away, and mm-hmm. I don't like to say it too loudly, but I, I, I did agree with you at the time. Uh, I'm happy they won three out of those five, and they're going to win the division. And I'm trying to you know concentrate on the positive right now. And the positive is that other than the 49ers and Ravens, you are the best team in the NFL, Brian. Yep. That's me leaning positive. Yep. Uh, here's uh, line three. It's Nick. You're in the G-Bag Nation. Sound off like you got a pair, Nick. You know, I I kind of agreed with these guys, but then I was sitting there watching football this weekend, and those sorry Eagles led us back into the race and gave us two more home games, boys. So oh. let me tell you something, okay? Two more games, and then I'm going to take the runner-up for the MVP because, hey, Lamar's going to win that. But I'll take my runner-up, and I'll go to San Fran, and we're going to make some noise. That's hmm. all we got to ask for, man. I, I keep going and telling myself, don't do it again. Don't let you get your hopes up. I'm doing it again, baby. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah. Welcome to Heartbreak, Nick. Time and time again. I know Walchuk's in the same place. It's tough. It's is. tough. Absolutely. Is. I get it for sure. All of a sudden, thanks to the Eagles and their own ineptitude, we find our place at an opportunity at home two games for sure, and then you take your chances in San Francisco. I like that. Hey, listen, if you told me that happened, I would say, yes, I'll take my chances in San Francisco because that's really the only option if you're getting to the Super Bowl. You're going to have to go toe-to-toe with those boys. I'm just worried about that middle area, like Detroit coming back to to, to AT&T Stadium. I'm not going to feel super confident there. I'm going to be a little bit nervous. No, that's fair. You know, and I, 
I hope to find a, a ground that I could stand on here in, in the in the coming weeks. That's a that's a good compromise, Brian. I don't need to be cynical and so sure of myself that the Cowboys are going to embarrass themselves in the playoffs, likely because Mike and Dak embarrass themselves on national TV against the 49ers. I don't need to be there. At the same time, I don't need to be in a spot where I'm convinced this is our year. You know, can you just exist somewhere in the middle that you hope, you know? I worry more you, about the coach than I do the quarterback. You support and you hope, you know, I would, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of Cowboys fans, though, have been paying attention over the last yeah. three weeks. And I don't know how you could be fired up right now, you know? I could, I could see saying, you know what, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm going to believe until the season is over. And things might not be going well over the last three weeks. We were kind of lucky to beat Detroit at home, but dang it, I'm going to believe. Mm. And if that's your take, I'm with you, man. Here's line four. It's Darren. You're in the 6 o'clock sound off. Darren, what you talking about? Hey, hey, you know what? I'm sick and tired of the Detroit Lions fans crying about this this penalty and everything. Listen, we didn't send out three guys out there to try to deceive the defense of Dallas. That was Detroit, not Dallas. And guess what? If they would have called the right tripping per the right tripping penalty yes. on the right person, we would have had a first down and we'd have probably eat up two minutes. But guess what? I'm on the Dallas Cowboy bandwagon. We're going to keep the pedal to the metal. And if we'd have put the gas down and Dan Quinn just pressure on the guy they would have never had the ball back so we learned a lesson i'm gonna ride this thing all the way to the nfc championship game and guess what who knows let's go cowboys that's good sound off there darren appreciate yeah. it and that opens a line at 877-881-1053 like his effort there i really yeah. do yeah yeah he's rallying the troops line five is anthony you're in the nation anthony sound off like you got a pair how y'all doing brother uh, i want to talk about <laughs> You learned, Anthony. <laughs> I like the simultaneous knowledge bomb at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mixing in some 6 o'clock sound off. Still New Year's over at Anthony's house. I love how quickly Lucius just went at it. Yeah. Oh, got him. Got him. Line 6, your man Rodeo Ron. You're in the nation. Sound off like you got a pair, Ronnie. To all the G-Bag Nation haters and to all the Dallas Cowboy haters, I got two words for you. Go S yourself mm. and to quote the world champion coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Jimmy Johnson. How about them Cowboys? Let's go kick some commander's butt and win this NFC East title. And if you're not down with the T-Bag Nation, where the F you at, baby? Yes, sir. Wow, Ron. Ronnie, with passion yeah. and fire. Ronnie's learned how to censor himself. I love it. That was beautiful, Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got one word for the Cowboys haters and the G-Bag haters. Go F yourself. Oh, that's classic, <laughs> That is Ron. gold, Ron. Salute to you. And he, uh, he has brought the energy up. Last, yeah. Yeah. last time I talked with Ron was a couple, two, three yeah. weeks ago, and his dauber was down a little bit. I think, he, I think the last several times he's been a little bit down, but that was, that was great. Yeah. I'd like to hear him back. Though. Ron is yeah. back here in 2024, yeah. and I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. Line seven is Jake. You're in the G-Bag Nation. Jake, sound off like you got a pair. How y'all doing? I just wanted to say. You learned, Jake. <laughs> Rule three. Yep, you learned. We're doing good. Yep, we're doing great. Thanks for asking. Been great all five hours today. Line eight, your main man, Trail. Uh, you're in the Nation, Trail. Sound off like you got a pair. Let me tell y'all boys something, man. Okay. This this Cardinals win was not this 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 didn't shock me. I made money on that game. Oh. I knew Philly was food. Their secondary been food all year. People been gassing them up all year. They've been playing bad. We make excuses. 
whatever, whatever. I knew this was happening. This is going just like I wanted to. You bet money line Arizona? Got money. Made big money off of it. Nice job, dude. That, that game was – it was simple. Kyler was going to cook. Their secondary is food. It was food, and they ate. That's a good sound oh, off there. I like it. I like it. Opens yeah. a line at 877-881-1053. The Eagles defense is is food. It is food. And they ate. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I said I think three or four weeks ago, I, I think maybe the Cowboys' best chances of winning the division was Philadelphia falling apart. I had no idea it would fall apart to that extent. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's just glorious. And to watch Nick Sirianni melting down. You know, oh, dude, there is nothing that I love watching more these days than upset (laughs) Sirianni. The montages? Oh, they're beautiful. And then uh, Kyrie, uh, or excuse me, Kyler Murray walks into the building, Lincoln Financial Field, wearing the Sidney Crosby jersey. So it was just, it was, it was perfect what took place. And and thank you, Kyler Murray. Poetic justice. Line nine's Jeff. You're in the nation. Sound off. It's hard to follow those up, but I, I just want to say I got a birthday in three days, and all I want for uh, my present is a uh, conference title. Division title would be nice, too. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, conference title. Uh, that'd be great. Division title, too? Yeah. You guys were going to San Francisco. Can you get the confidence going again? Do you think it's going to be a close game, or are you like, oh, geez? I, I got to be honest with you, and I'm super optimistic. I try to be, at least. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not totally sure that we're getting to San Francisco here. Even if we, you know, we 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 beat Commanders on Sunday, and you guarantee yourself two home games until San Francisco, I can't fully bring myself. I mean, they went in spite of themselves versus Seattle at home by a point. They went in spite of themselves by a point at home versus the Lions. I I hear that it wasn't a clean trip through. I just think that's that's an example of things not going our way, but we're so much better that we still won. You know. And that's and that's the optimistic that's, yeah, that's, gentleman that's my, inside yeah. you that yeah. uh, we appreciate. That you're known for. Yeah, yeah exactly. legendary. That's your calling Optimist. card. <laughs> okay, we got uh, at least seven or eight calls in, but I look at the call screener here, and there's four more on hold. And who would we be to deny you access to your six o'clock sound off? Back to the top, it's Leroy on line one. Sound off like you got a pair, sir. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Leroy is in the building. First of all, I want I want to tell you guys you brought up the Eagles and you kind of took me off a little bit sidetracked there. Okay. But I'm gonna try to stay with you right now. All right. Okay. So, Cowboys, we have to get to the conference. There's nothing else. It is lining up for us to get there. You basically have no San Francisco, no Eagles because they will have to eat each other up on their side, and we have to win this game at Washington. And for the Eagles, just kind of end it on on the Eagles. They are basically in a turmoil. A.J. Brown is tearing them apart. Nick Sirianni is too cool to keep them together. And Jalen Hurst is trying to be too cool to keep everybody else together. That's and a good I'm take. Out. And that's your call there at 30 seconds. And did you say I'm out there at the end? That was well-timed, yeah, Leroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you guys think the Niners could be done before the NFC title game? Uh, I, I would be hugely, hugely surprised. I would be shocked, Rams. actually. Uh, yeah, it would be a team like the Rams. But you're talking about a, a Niners team that is going to be fresh and as healthy as they could possibly be. They're getting two weeks wonder, off here. They're going to punt on this week, and then they get the bye, and yeah. then it's okay. Maybe it's a rust situation. Maybe it's Brock Purdy having one of these like he's done twice now this year, and it results in losses, turning the ball over left and right. Holy crap. But I think you're you're really banking on – you're banking on small percentages there. What well, do you? Oh, sorry. What Brian. about McCaffrey? Maybe still with the calf. Yeah, I, I think a, a calf strain. That's I mean, he's not, he's going to have three weeks to recover. Mm-hmm. I I would think he will be okay there. What did? Uh, 
I lost my I lost my train of thought there. Oh, what do you think is the we, bigger threat we, to the conference title game? The Washington road game or the two home playoff games? Ooh, I will I will say the two home playoff games. Yeah, you're probably right about I think that. playing Detroit again might not be great. Uh if they get if they find a way to beat, you know, if they find a way to win their first round game. Ah, uh, they'll light their ass up. That's a that's a that's a three score win. Uh, I think if you get to play Detroit again. Uh, but I hear you. You know, after after what we saw, you you can't be too confident. But my level of confidence is this team at home against teams they're better uh, than on paper. Uh, a team without a dominant run game. A, a team with a quarterback in Jared Goff who's susceptible to pressure. You know, and starts playing progressively worse. Yeah. You know, I I just don't think Detroit's the kind of team that that should beat the Cowboys. Um, like uh, nine seven two. Did Gavin start drinking the Kool Aid again? No, I, I just have absolute conviction about what it takes to beat this football team. And when you show me that team, I'll be 100% sure the Cowboys are going to lose. Which path would you rather, Green Bay, Detroit, or Green Bay and Philly? Green Bay, Detroit. Uh, I would say I would say Green Bay and Philly. I think, mm-hmm. I think Philly's just a, a, just a not good football team. Yeah, and they might they might have toxic issues going on right now that they're going to. You know, I I kind of feeling that they might have they might go beat Tampa at home. Okay, this is good conversation, but let's get in one more call. It's line two, and Dan, you're in the G Bag Nation six o'clock sound off. What do you got for us, Dan? Well, first off, I want to take you back a couple months ago when everybody was doubting the Rangers, and they came back and won the World Series. With that being said, I want to say Cowboys by twenty in the Super Bowl. Let's go, baby! Come on, Dan. I appreciate the call. That uh, it's time means it's time to vote now. Here at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three, is it Dan picking the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl by twenty? Going to whoop the Ravens that night. Mm-hmm. Is it Leroy who had a great call? Jeff, whose birthday is in three days, and all he wants is a conference title. Uh, Trail said, let me tell y'all something. Jake uh, broke rule three. Rodeo Ron was on fire. Mm -hmm. Anthony Mm -hmm. broke rule three. Darren, sick and tired of Detroit complaining about that end of game situation. What'd you say, Brian? You can't try to deceive the refs. And if you do, you're Dunsky. Yeah, you can't. That's the whole idea. The spirit of the rule is you can't try and deceive. That's that's why the rule is. That's why they make the announcement. Okay. Uh, Eric, uh, he called a month ago, said Miss Cleo told him it was going to go this way. And Roy's your average 32-year-old diehard Cowboys fan, but it smells like the same old Cowboys to me. I'm going to vote for Rodeo Ron, Chief. How about you? I'm going to go with... uh I'd go with Rodeo Ron as well, as a matter of fact. Lisa? Yeah, first of all, Dak is not Dookie. Dak is not Dookie. I've seen the quarterbacks we had in and out of here for a long time. Yeah. yeah. You should be happy with Dak, bro. I'm going with Rodeo Ron. Ryan. Ron clearly brought the energy today. By a score 4-0 and opening 2024 with authority. It's your man, Rodeo Ron. Should be seeing him before too long here at one of these remotes or appearances. It's always good to see him when he drops by. Okay, uh, TD Tuesday coming up next. An audio celebration of all the best touchdowns here. Uh, coming out of the weekend, it's uh, next uh, on uh, 105.3. The- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Nation, and salute to the Tolo, Tim, and Carthage. We got his uh, holiday delivery. Brian and I are now rocking uh, some pretty awesome Carthage Bulldogs hats. And... uh, there's pretty much booze delivered for everybody in here except for me. Lucius, we have an envelope and some booze coming over from you, for you. Here's some tequila. Um, and, uh, hey, can you yeah. stiff that envelope for me? Sure. See if it's all good? Yeah. yeah. Like anthrax or anything in it? I don't think so. Well, this, is, uh, this is from our buddy Tim and Carthage. Yeah, this smells good. I think the anthrax is, uh, is probably coming from me. A, a nuclear phone call he's been threatening when the, when the Cowboys uh, – you know, reveal their final form and achieve their glory and destiny. It is time now, though, uh, speaking of glory, for an edition of uh, TD Tuesday. And your Touchdown Tuesday host, as always, is Eric Chiafalo. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact the Frankels, 214 or 817-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com, and here he is, Eric. The further we go in the season, the bigger the TDs go. Let's get it. That's weed. That's weed. That's weed. <laughs> Two guys, one booth is something that I do. I do love to do. Lucius just got so fired up that Tim from Tim from Carthage hit us with some booze and some Christmas gifts. He wanted to get back in the booth with Babe, you know, and Brad. Uh, but it's TD time, so we're gonna go ahead and give Lucius a mulligan. He deserves it. Yeah. He gets one per year, I'm and sorry, I, bro. I guess he's bur- I guess he's burned mine out already. <laughs> Damn. It's all right, dude. Let's go motorboating together, Lucius. What do you say? Here we go. The best touchdowns from the NFL and college football weekend. We start on a Saturday night. It's Monday night football on a Saturday. It's AT&T. It's Prescott to Lamb Chow. Shotgun is empty. Back to throw. They blitz him from the safety spot, and Prescott escapes that. Runs to his right. Throws on the run to the middle of the field. Lamb at the 50. No one will get anywhere near him. Lamb could crawl in if he wanted to. C.D. Lamb, 92 yards from Dak Prescott for the Dallas touchdown. What an awesome play. Absolutely awesome play. Dak should have been sacked for a safety, but instead he goes Houdini on him, and, of course, he finds C.D. Lamb, and then Lamb just kind of like slowly makes his way into the end zone. That's how much room he had behind the secondary. And I started asking, wait, was that the record breaker? Was that the record breaker? Because that would have been awesome. Uh, but it certainly wouldn't have been wouldn't have been as as funny as what ultimately ended up being the record breaker, which is a catch by C.D. Lamb passing the playmaker Michael Irvin for the most receptions in Cowboys history, only to of course fumble into the back of the end zone and hand the ball right over to Detroit. Uh, it was pretty hilarious the way the way it played out, but that was an awesome touchdown. And salute to you, Dak and Lamb. Now we get to the rest of the football world. Let's take you up to Foxborough. Here's Jalen Rager, TCU's own. And uh, he's going 98 yards, kickoff return to start the game. 
The Patriots deploying Jalen Rager to our right on the goal line to return the opening kick. He'll field from the left hash two straight ahead to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, and burst across the 30, and he runs Go. the pass, spins away to midfield. He's gone to the 40, to the 30, left side 20, 10, touchdown, Patriots! They turn the table from a year ago! I guess last year there was an opening kickoff where the Bills took one to the house on the Patriots, and then Jalen Rager decided to hit him with a little taste of their own medicine there. Uh, now that was a that was a pretty cool touchdown for sure. I wonder how many games have had in the NFL a kickoff return for a touchdown and then a pick six. Because here's Rasul Douglas taking Zappy to the woodshed. Zappy in the shotgun takes the snap, looking to his left, fires quickly, and it's picked off! Rasul Douglas at the 40, on his feet, to the 30, to the 25, down to the 15, 10, 5, and into the end zone for the touchdown! Rasul Douglas, the playmaker, does it again, this time for six! We gotta have a patent on that. You can't just be calling. You can't just be throwing out the playmaker to just anybody, no. especially not Rasul Douglas, who's no. a cast off from I don't even know Green Bay or something. He's played a lot of places. He's played a lot of places. You're yeah. not a. You can't be the playmaker and a journeyman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so get your belief together. There's Maybe one playmaker. In high school, you were the playmaker. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And everybody on the field's looking, going, yeah. In high school, I was the playmaker too, bro. And now we're in the NFL, and we're just guys. Okay. Yeah. You're you're a jag. You're the jag maker or whatever. You're just the jag. <laughs> That's a legendary, iconic the, Hall of Fame nickname. The jag. You can't maker. Just do that accidentally. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You, you need to. You need to start working that, the, workshopping that a little bit better. No, no. I think it's excellent. Oh, the jag maker. I like the jag maker. Okay. Very good. As <laughs> like you that. as you rock. Because I was the jag maker. <laughs> you were her, dude. I was, absolutely. All right, let's get to, uh, here. here is a real playmaker. Okay, we can say that about him. I don't know if he's going to be the starting quarterback in Chicago next year, but uh, it's another touchdown run for Justin Fields. Fields with Taylor motioning left and back to the right, takes the snap, up the middle on the delay, Fields twisting left to the five, to the pylon, puts the ball on the orange and into the paint. Touchdown Bears! Justin Fields fourth of the year a nine-yard touchdown caps off the drive at a 13-0 Bears lead man at the end of that game I believe they were chanting we want Justin we want Justin yes that's what the Bears fans were doing yes oh they're just going to get so fooled uh they're going to keep Eberflus and they're going to keep Fields and then this time next year they're going to be kicking themselves have two top 10 picks right now yeah, no, that's pretty cool. I mean, they still got a chance at the playoffs, and they've locked in the number one pick thanks to the Panthers. They're in a pretty good spot. They'll find a way to uh, to botch it. And uh, another team that always finds a way to botch it, even when they have a come to within three points at the end of the game touchdown, Aiden O'Connell to Devontae Adams. O'Connell, the snap, comes up, lobs near side for Adams, jumps, bobbles, catches, hands, touchdown! Oh, the jump ball to the left side of the end zone! And Devontae reeled it in over his shoulder to keep the season alive with 43 seconds to go on fourth and goal from the one. Inevitably, 43 seconds later, the season was no longer alive for the Vegas Raiders. And uh, it was, we are what they thought they were, a team on the outside looking in before the regular season has officially ended. But Devontae Adams, you still deserve your flowers. You're a really good wide receiver. You got, you got, you got, uh, you know, you're just hiding in Vegas right now where no one can really appreciate and respect what you got going on, but you're still a badass receiver. Yeah. You still are. Gardner Minshew, you're my guy. Alec Pierce, here's a touchdown. 
Play action. Minshew feeling pressure, taking a shot downfield for Alec Pierce. He's got it. Yards after the catch, the 10. Angling right for the 5, and he's at the pylon. Touchdown! It's a 42-yard strike. A bomb from Gardner Minshew to Alec Pierce. Touchdown for the Colts. Gardner Minshew, man, he's the guy when you when you're not really thinking, oh, we're gonna do much this year. But I would like to be entertained yeah. on a Sunday to Sunday basis. Yeah, some Yolo balls, yes. some funny quotes in the post game. Gardner Minshew will get you through the end of a horrible, tragic season. And on those days where he sucks, like he he sucks in a way that's entertaining. Yes. You know, like yeah. he throw those Yolo balls, as yeah. you said. Sometimes it's touchdown, sometimes it's touchdown for the other team. But the guard the Gardner Minshew roller coaster. It's worth the price of admission, man. Nine times out of ten, get you the flash pass. Let's go to Los Angeles. How about Matthew Stafford? Actually, we're in New York. Cross-country trip. I got Matthew Stafford in my fantasy playoffs. I sat Lamar Jackson. There's no, it's it's inexcusable, but this was the one moment that Stafford made me feel okay. Williams in the pistol with Stafford. He sprints to his right. Throws to the goal line. Caught by Cooper Cup. He's got a touchdown. Nine and dime with another direct deposit. Touchdown, L.A. What do you think of that? Nine and dime with another direct deposit. Nine is Stafford. Number 10, dime is Cooper Cup. Nine, dime, deposit. What's our, what's our guy's name, Long? Is it J.B. Long? I think it's J.B. Long. J.B. Long. We interviewed him. He's a good dude out mm-hmm. there. He, he I think he circled around and had some sushi at halftime he when did. he was in town. We, we encouraged him to do it. We I, I was glad. He was, we, we've offered it to everybody. Yeah, we have. We've offered Brad Sham sushi to just about every single play-by-play guy that's found themselves think, at AT&T Stadium this year, and he's the only guy I to capitalize J.B. Long on is the only guy that's walked around the corner and got him some. That means you saved him a couple. Yeah. I'm a big nice J.B. Smooth fan myself. I like <laughs> J.B. Smooth. Yeah. I figured out how to eat those sushis and kind of move the others around so it doesn't like there's many missing. I know. you. He it, Broadus has found a way to get to the sushi tray before Sham has even made it there, and Sham has got no, no idea. Yeah. No way. He thinks it's been, it's unadulterated. Yeah. Meanwhile, Broadus has four rolls in his cheeks. <laughs> I would never do that. The people don't realize it during the halftime show. Broadus is actually holding three or four rolls in his jowls, <laughs> like a dip. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> I mean that—that's the lengths it Broadus is, is willing to go to hammer is, home some legends hospitality that sushi. Sushi is unbelievable. It really is. It's a what really do you good like? Time. The uncooked salmon or the eggs just or all? Just whatever all, it is, it's just there. All. I, I, I go down the path and just all. Yeah, anything that's on that tray. That's what you have to do. You have to try one of each. So it makes you it look to. even. Yeah. Makes it look even. <laughs> I mean, it just it smells like a can of tuna to me. I don't know. Well, it is fish. Uh, yeah, there is actually some tuna in there. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Yeah, I, was just, I, was, I was wondering. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's smells get like you a can of fish. All right. Let's get you a little uh, second to sushi. Broadus' favorite thing is uh, college TDs, and yes. especially when they're homegrown local TDs like Jace McClellan out of Alito. This guy knows how to find the end zone. This guy knows how to find victory. He found one of those yesterday. The snap to Milro late getting it, but got it in the hands of his running back. McClellan, 15-10-5, touchdown Alabama. 34 yards. It didn't start off clean, but all oh, did it end beautifully. Speaking of ending beautifully, let's get to Lincoln Financial Field where it was a bird-on-bird situation. One bird had to come out alive, and it was the right bird. It was Kyler Murray to his running back with the one-handed snag to tie the football game in the third quarter. 
Snap to Murray. Three-step drop. Looking. Steps up. Spins away from Sweat. Now backs up near his 20. Floats it left side into the end zone. One-handed catch for a touchdown by James Conner. What a grab by Conner. And what a throw by a backpedaling Kyler Murray escaping pressure. Vintage Kyler. Dave Pash, our buddy on the call there. That's true. Yeah, friend of the Dave, program. Dave Pash, is, he's another guy that, that he says press box food not very good at Arizona, right? I think so. He was saying that, and then our guy at New England was saying that the sham cl- uh, clam chowder. In a, out of a bag. Out of a bag. Yeah, that's not that's a good not look. A surprise. I think I've had two good meals in the state of Arizona my entire <laughs> life, and I've spent way too much time there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. You've been there quite a bit, especially over the last year. Yeah. Been there twice. Uh, I haven't been many places, but I've been to Arizona twice as well. It makes no sense. Let's get you to New Orleans. Let's get you a quarterback. Both times this year, right? To a quarterback. <laughs> it's Derek Carr, man. Taysom Hill. There's the snap. Here comes pressure. Carr throws it towards the end zone looking for Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill makes the catch on the near side. And that is a touchdown for Taysom Hill. His second reception of the day. He's thrown a pass, caught a pass. Is that no, insensitive? No. Uh, insensitive? I didn't know if there was like a, you know, because usually <laughs> you're usually like calling out somebody for being extremely slow yeah. when you're hitting them with the, you know, today junior kind of deal. Oh, today. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. No, I think that was him trying to sound cool. Oh, like, okay. It's t- 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 touchdown, right? But he's he's like ninety. <laughs> he's just lost in the sauce. It's like that was a bad bit in the seventies, sir. You might want to retire it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, at least we won't hear those calls in the playoffs uh, because the Saints, I don't think, will be there. But they got a chance. They got a fighting chance. Um, okay, I guess we really only need to play one more touchdown, and that's going to be Blake Corum's. So we're going to get you to Michigan, the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. It's overtime. It's Blake Corum back in college. He should be in the NFL, but who's to say? Is this his best touchdown run ever as a Wolverine? JJ takes the snap, hands it off to Corum outside to the 15, hesitates to the 10. Blake Corum inside the 5. Blake Corum with an outstanding run. Touchdown, Wolverines. And John... That may be one of the best runs of Blake Corum's career, and Michigan takes a six-point lead here in overtime. That guy's voice sounds like it's in overtime. It's yeah. just every hanging snap, on by a free every thread. Like it's his fourth game today. Yeah, yeah. It's my last one. Every snap. And he decided to smoke a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that guy was, uh, you know, he's com- coming off a, a night at a rave or something like that. What an incredible touchdown, though. Let's not look over that fact. It was. Is he another Deuce Vaughn, or is he, like, better? What do you think about Blake Corm's NFL he's, ability? I think he's better, I think right? He's better, yeah. He's at least a legit He's a legit running back, but I don't know how big he is. He's about, I mean, it's Maybe is it similar he's, size. He's, he's on the short side of things. I mean, not as short. I don't think he's as short as Deuce, but he's on the shorter side of things, yeah. He, yeah. he is so tough. Yeah, but a lot Deuce of power. is tough, too. Yeah. I mean, man, but, uh, yeah, he, he'll, he's going to get some consideration. He's not a first-round player, of course, but he's going to, you know, someone's going to draft him, and he's probably going to play for you for about five, six years and be really good at it. Man, I imagine that play-by-play guy hasn't stopped sipping hot tea since the moment that came in, did No, it? no, no. That's, oh. that's every day. That sounds like an ashtray that's on its like, last legs. What's our guy's name that does the... Doc! C- well, the C- oh, my bad. CBS, <laughs> the CBS guy. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Do you CBS Radio? Uh, oh, Pharrell, Pharrell in the morning. Pharrell on the bench. Oh, yeah. Pharrell, yeah. Let's go to line for. That was the guy actually that inspired me to get drunk and do sports radio. 
Yeah. Pharrell. He's a legend. Scott Pharrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Scott Pharrell. Yeah. He'd be cracking coldies and mixing drinks for people on the show. Let's get a lot one here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it is the G Bag Nation. We want to salute Tim and Carthage. Yes. Uh, uh, for sending us some some holiday presents. He actually sent me a fifty dollar ticket on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl at plus nine hundred. So the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. I'm getting uh, nearly a G ball. I don't know what was in. Did you get a ticket? Did you get a gambling ticket uh, in your deal? I just got a uh, Merry Christmas. What? I got a Merry Did Christmas. But he hit ticket? me with a gambling ticket with the Rangers. Oh, so that, I see. He, he hooked me and Walchuk up with a uh, with a Rangers right uh, bet, on. like right before the playoffs or something. Let's so he's go. doing the same for you guys. Okay. Yeah. Doing his part. Hashtag do your part. Yes. Sam Way brought us leaves high leverage playoff games, World Series games to go listen to his you yeah. know his radio call. Yeah. He's hashtag doing his part. Thank you, Tim and Carthage. Yeah, Tim sent me one. Uh, Cowboys uh, a C- uh, NFC East winners. So I got a ticket. And what's your odds? Uh, I am at uh, plus six hundred. Plus six hundred. Oh, no, no, you're Cha-ching. cashing that, baby. Cha-ching. That's going right in Bennett's checking account, by the yeah, way. No, no, yeah. We got to run. When we get back, we'll cross talk with the get right. It appears tonight's configuration is Reggie and CA, and we're back with them next year on the fam. Well, thank you, Lucius. It's time now for the get right, and Reggie and CA are in studio, ready to rock the house. Coming up seven to eleven, gentlemen. Good evening. Yo, what's, what's up? up? How you doing? Have a good New Year. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Um, what'd you think of those games last night? I enjoyed them quite a bit. I mean, this is the first time in the college football playoff uh, era that we've gotten two really good competitive semifinals. If you're so inclined to give the committee credit for that, I mean, that's a good, a lot of cover when you consider the all of the noise and brouhaha that started when they did not put Florida State in. Yeah, you know, to come back and get those couple of games, I imagine give them gives them boys in Grapevine a lot of cover. It was riveting. Yeah, it yeah. was riveting. It reminded me of a couple of years ago when. The NFL, the conference championship games were amazing. You know, the American Conference, the AFC, and the NFC, both of them. But the Super Bowl didn't live up to the same hype. Yeah, you know, I I, I think it's good they're going to 12. Yeah, um, me too. You know, especially after all the controversy this year, I I, I imagine, you know, I, I don't want the committee more confident to, tr- to try to do stuff. I just want it settled on the field, so I'm happy mm-hmm. with that. More teams, less controversy. That's the way that we're, yeah. we're going. Okay. I, I I don't mind that. You know, let, let's let them handle it on the field. And I'm sure it won't be without controversy. There's going to be officiating decisions and all that. But I think that's the way it should be if that's the biggest controversy you're worried about. Now, controversy as far as where the programs go from here. The textures were tearing me up earlier, uh, uh, Chris, oh, yeah. because I said I feel like UT is back to that place just short of being the dominant program in the country. Mm-hmm. They're in great shape. But that phrase, we're back. It never made sense to me. And, I, and if you follow me with this, you'll, you'll understand where, I, where I'm going with this. It's not me being an OU hater. Okay. If you're back, it seems like you're a dynasty already. It's almost like if the Cowboys were to win the Super Bowl this year. You'd say, well, the Cowboys are back. Because they, they, they went to the Super Bowl like eight times, and they won five of them. Yeah. It's like, okay, they're back, or whatever it is. They're not Alabama. UT is not Alabama. They're not even LSU, which sporadically has won national championship here and there. You can't say we're back unless you've had a dynasty. I'm going to tell you how many uh, national championships Texas has had. Four. One this century, and that was with Vince Young. Before that, when was the last time they won a national championship? It was 1970. They only won three national championships in the decade of the 60s, all right? Mm. And then if you say, okay, Big 12. They won the Big 12 this year only for the fourth time. OU won at 14. I'm not saying OU's back. OU has... Not won a national championship since 2001. They've only won seven of them. If Alabama were to have a four or five-year drought or a 10-year drought, you could say, oh, Alabama's back. LSU could say, we're back again. 
Texas. What the hell is this we're back mean? You haven't back from where? Mm. And you're not being a hater with that? I'm just not being a hater. I'm just saying it never made sense to me. So if they win the national championship, are they back from what? I know they 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 went to the national championship game again the next year uh, with Colt McCoy. And I hate that he got that stinger in the shoulder or his neck because I yep. felt like they would have beaten Alabama because I can't stand Alabama. This has been a hell of a night to have on this show. Up. <laughs> here we go thanks so much to lucius alexander in the pimp cup there five hours of flawless radio producing engineering and hosting thanks to carter freeman coordinating that video thanks to eric and, and brian as well and uh, zach wolchuk is out this week here comes the get right with uh, reggie and ca 7 to 11 until tomorrow at two i'm gavin dawson you're going home with the nation at ease. we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com